0: Welcome to a podcast for new adventure seekers, Destination Downriver.
1: Welcome to the Destination Downriver podcast presented by the Trenton Trib and Island Beacon. I'm your host, Ron Henricks, and I'm the president and CEO of the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber and a big supporter of the Destination Downriver Coalition. And by the way, this is our December podcast, and we've had several outstanding podcasts so far this year, and I'm so excited uh, to be able to come back uh, with you this month and talk about some great things happening in the Downriver region. Today's podcast sponsor is Bella Granite combining over 30 years of experience in natural stone and quartz. Bella specializes in designing, fabricating, and installing custom stone works for architects, interior designers, homeowners, and builders. Check out all of the latest stone and granite designer materials at their showroom at 16085 Dix Toledo Road in Southgate, or visit their website at bellagraniteandmarble.com. So let's get started with today's podcast. And before we do that, I just want to tell you a little bit about what we've been doing so far with the Destination Downriver Coalition, and it's so hard to believe that we're wrapping up the 2021 year and quickly moving into 2022. But today is our year-end podcast, and believe it or not, it's the sixth podcast of 2021 for Destination Downriver In a year that's seen major forward progress for this marketing initiative, we've helped influence the narrative and changed perceptions about our amazing and beautiful region. And we've provided a platform for communities and businesses to showcase all they have to offer. Some of the accomplishments that we uh, as a coalition have had or seen in 2021 include the following. Starting our podcast efforts in March, with bigger plans for 2022 to begin featuring more about the communities, businesses, and attractions that need to be seen and experienced in Downriver, partnering with Pier Michigan to leverage their economic and tourism development platform for our future. And I gotta, I gotta say a special thank you to Dave Lorenz, who's just been absolutely amazing to work with over at Travel Michigan and the Pier Michigan Coalition. Also partnering with the Hit that actually Tom and. And Jim would correct me, the smashing hit public television show Under the Radar Michigan to help us visually tell our stories in dramatic, entertaining, and impactful ways to a broader audience. And connecting with media influencers like statewide syndicated radio show host Michael Patrick Shields of The Big Show, as well as interviews on WJR 760 a.m. here locally in the Detroit metro area and affiliate stations around our state for the Travel Michigan Show. So today's guests are all collaborators and contributors that bring their skills and assets to the table and work in tandem with the team from Destination Downriver. As a further example about how uh, cooperation and focus on collective common goals can and are moving the needle for boosting our region's notoriety and reputation. So I'm so thrilled to welcome my first guest to the Destination Downriver podcast. My very good friends who I've been uh, uh, really hoping to get on the podcast, and I finally convinced them to join me today for our December podcast, Mr. Jim Perry, the Executive Director of the Downriver Community Conference. Jim, how are you doing today?
0: Thanks, Ron. It's great to be with you. And uh, anytime we can plug our area, Destination Downriver the chamber, the DCC, and all our communities and
1: businesses—it's always good to do that. I agree. So, what, what is, uh, what's the mission and the vision of the Downriver Community Conference? Well, the Can down, tell us a little bit about it.
0: The Downriver Community Conference started out back in 1967 with Downriver Mutual Aid. Uh, both uh, police and fire got together and said, "Jesus, something would happen that was just tragic. One department couldn't handle it." So mutual aid was formed in 1967. 10 years later, uh, thank God for the founding fathers and mothers of the DCC, they got together and said, what would happen if we had a massive layoff? Not one city could take care of them. So the Downriver Community Conference uh, was formed in 1977, and three or four years later, we had the massive layoff from Dana and BASF Well, we wrote the first national retraining grant, which was enacted in Congress and uh, is is basically what the work model is today, uh, assisting people that have lost their jobs due to plant closings. We then involved weatherization, economic development, brownfield redevelopment which basically we've been doing a lot of that since the late 90s because we've taken a lot of blight sites and turned them into bright sites. Our focus though is to rebuild the area with economic development and uh, we're putting together a force and you know you you and I have worked together and that of putting a group together to ensure that we're bringing projects to this area. It's very important to bring projects to this area and get people back to work.
1: Good points, Jim. And part of Destination Downriver's focus, one of our kind of our target um, uh, strategies is obviously economic development and recruiting talent to the Downriver region. And I think you know more about that than anybody uh, in this region. And you touched on a little bit about how we want to create an economic, a regional economic development office Um, what, what would be the reason for that? Why would we want to do that as a community? What are kind of the, you know, positives around that?
0: Well, as you know, with everything going on, talking about infrastructure, our infrastructure all throughout the state and basically throughout the country is old. We haven't really done anything since Mm -hmm. the, uh, Eisenhower administration of rebuilding the, uh, you know, our, our roads and, and, and underground pipes and all that stuff needs Mm -hmm. to be fixed. So if we have a, Regional group, and we have an office, we'll be able to apply for these funds instead of one community going after it. You go based on all of them, yeah. and we found that to be the biggest success of us getting funds is you go as a group.
1: Yeah, good point. And, and you know, there's a lot of things happening, um, really specifically along the Detroit Riverfront and downriver um, that is gr- going to require a group effort to. Uh, find you know common sense and practical solutions for and such as the DTE power plants in River Rouge Which is already already closed um, the, the power plant in Trenton is getting ready to close We saw a few years ago US Steel um, Idled their their plant uh, what are some of the things that uh, the Downriver Community Conference and Really all the municipalities as a as a united region are doing to uh, kind of tackle some of those challenges.
0: Well well, sadly uh, we were involved in the massive layoff of over 1,200 people. And what people don't understand, and this is you know economic development 101, just because the plant closes in eCourse mm-hmm. or in another community, the people that work there come from all over. Right. So you may only have 15 people live in eCourse. Of course, they're going to lose their property tax, but you've got 100 people living in Allen Park or mm-hmm. 150 people living in Wyandotte or what have you. Mm-hmm. We have to stop that, and we have to be able to provide job training, which we have for the uh, U.S. steel folks, mm-hmm. and they received the uh, TAA, which is Trade Adjustment, because they lost their jobs to uh, foreign imports, mm-hmm. and uh, that's something that we've been doing. But we need to start keeping jobs here and replace right. those. Right. You know, from seventy-nine to 19, 1979, 1983, we lost 62% of our industrial base. And we've been playing catch up since then. You know, we've had a little recession here, a recession here. The 2008 housing uh, recession was mm-hmm. just awful. to Everybody, mm-hmm. and you know, we put together uh, helping people stay in their homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so you go from that, and then uh, right to where we are now. It makes most sense to have an economic development facility within the DCC. We have the Brownfield. I mean, we're ranked number one in the country uh, in Brownfield redevelopment. It includes all our Downriver communities, plus Monroe, plus uh, uh, Tecumseh and Washtenaw County. And, and that's what it's all about. If you yep. partner, it's not about politics, it's about projects. Yep. And it's been so successful, we want to do the same thing with economic development. And then you, as you know, we've banged on a lot of doors. Mm-hmm. We've been shut out a few times, but yep. we finally received a $400,000 grant to get this office started. It's just a small piece, but it's something hopefully to get us going uh, once we receive the funding.
1: Yeah, we were uh you know, here at the chamber and uh, you know this gym, we were extremely excited to to hear about the four hundred thousand dollars being Allocated in the fiscal year 2020 budget, and a special thank you to State Representative Tulia Liberati, who played a yes, major role major in that. Role. Yeah, for the DCC and and here for our Downriver region. Um, and we, Jim, we just we talked a little bit about the challenges that we kind of see along the riverfront and throughout the community moving forward. Uh, but today's topic is harnessing the power of partnership, and I think that Downriver is very unique because, yeah, we know we understand these challenges that we have. But it's through partnership that there's a lot of positive things that are happening, and there's some real uh, dynamic solutions that are coming out of these partnerships, and and it's making Downriver a great place to bring your business, to to locate your family, to find employment, because uh, you know Downriver is all about partnerships, and and Jim, you and I talk about this all the time. Um, it's I don't know of any other place, maybe even throughout the country, where you have a Chamber of Commerce, the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber, working hand-in-hand so closely with an organization like the Downriver Community Conference. Talk a little bit about that.
0: Well, you know, coming from a sports program, no one person is bigger than a team. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do my job without all the communities, uh, the chamber. I mean, when business works, people work. So what better combination to have is than having a chamber that has businesses, that has job openings, and then having somebody that retrains folks and puts them back to work. The issue we have, and it's all throughout the country, we got to get people back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the that's the biggest issue we right. have right now. You and I hosted a job fair back in July, yeah. and uh, we had thirty one employers. We had a hundred people there. Most of them, all of them, went to work. Mm-hmm. And they were saying, what a great job. I mean, that, that was terrific, the job you did. And I'm sitting there saying to myself, we used to have seven, 800 people looking for work. Right. Yeah. That's uh, basically what we need to get back to is yeah. we got to get people back working. Yeah. And uh, that's the vehicle. Finding work is a full-time job. We provide the tools. That's our motto at DCC. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get back to that. But, you know, you and I have been hustling and bustling because of the COVID issue. We took a resolution back in uh, April of 2020 to assist our businesses, to help them get the funding. And uh, it was 24-7, but it was a challenge, but it was a lot of fun. And we did what we were supposed to do and helped a lot of businesses and restaurants out. And we can't afford to have that again. I mean, we we have to keep the ball rolling. And, uh, but there's challenge after challenge and we seem to meet them. But uh, I want to talk about plant openings, not plant closings.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I just think about partnership and over the, it's right now, as we record this podcast, it's, um, this is the December 2021 podcast. And I think about the past year and a half, and believe it or not, almost two years that we've been going through this pandemic. And the DCC and the chamber came together and we did, we, we put together our support down river campaign, um, really focusing on supporting local job providers and our workforce and entrepreneurs. And today, December, um, over the past several months, we've been facing a worker shortage crisis. And again, we're rolling up our sleeves and, and we're working together uh, to overcome historic employment barriers, uh, working to uh, you know, ensure that our, our public officials are investing into our critical programs like quality and affordable child care and regional um, uh, mass transit and uh, job retraining programs like the Going Pro Talent Fund and other programs at Michigan Works and the DCC and 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 uh, the Southeast Michigan Community Alliance and others. That's what part. That's the power of partnership because here in the Downriver region, we see the problems and we all come together as a united community. We roll up our sleeves and we get the job done. And Correct. and Jim, that's what you've the past 41 years that you've been serving at the Downriver Community Conference. That's been your whole approach: is let's all come together and roll up our sleeves and and find common sense solutions to some of these problems.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not looking for credit. I'm not looking for hey, you did this. If we do it, and you have many people's hands, uh, you know, in the dishwater, everybody's <laughs> going to get cleaned up, and everybody's going to be happy. So, no one person is bigger than a team. I mean, right. that's that's the way it goes with me. Yeah. And I've been, you know, you and I've worked on that uh, and with the. Uh, you know, Destination Downriver, we want to show this place off. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to live. It's a great place to go to school, yeah. and yeah. it's a great place to work.
1: You know, you said many hands in the dishwasher, dishwater. Dish Sometimes that water gets a little dirty. Uh, but here in Downriver, we know how to make it really extra specially clean. You know, I tell everybody, <laughs> <a partnership>. we <laughs> nails and spit out the rust. That's what we
0: do down here. So we are just we got to be tough, and we got to be resilient. I think we've done that. But I think the best is yet to come. I really do.
1: I agree with you 100%. So as we wrap up uh, this portion of today's podcast, I want to ask you, obviously, this is the Destination Downriver podcast. And Destination Downriver is a truly special and unique coalition that's uh, working to promote the community, the many different special destinations and attractions, and also recruit talent to the region. Um, so you personally, Mr. Jim Perry, what is so special about downriver in our region to you personally
0: i think it's about when you look at the downriver community conference 20 communities Mm. we all work together and assist each other on different programs whether it be job training whether it be weatherization whether it be economic development i think it's the people that make downriver i've had so many people come from out of town saying people here are so friendly people here are just nice people here care about each other and we do and uh, i think the success of the downriver the chamber, all the businesses, our uh, educational group is very important to keeping that ball rolling. But I, like I said, I think the best is yet to come because we have to start doing some things to make things better, especially you talked about the communities on the water. I mean, look, we have the water. Mm-hmm. We have the airport. We've been talking about that for years. It's about time we start developing that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way we're going to get our young people to stay here and, and want to be part of the Downriver
1: like we have for so many years. Yep. Well, I got to tell you, I'm excited to be a part of Downriver. And it's just been a great conversation with you, Jim. Thank you. And you've been listening to the Des- Destination Downriver December podcast sponsored by Bella Granite. And my guest has been Mr. Jim Perry, the executive director of the Down River Community Conference. And stay tuned because we have another great guest coming right after the break. We'll see you then. Welcome back to the second segment of the Destination Downriver podcast. My name is Ron Hendricks and I am your host. And the podcast, again, is presented by our good friends at the Trenton Trib and Island Beacon. So thank you so much to Kathy Kane and her team. And then also today's podcast sponsor is Bella Granite, located at 16085 Dix Toledo Road in Southgate. You can visit their website at bellagraniteandmarble.com. So thank you to our friends at Bella Granite, today's sponsor. So the second half of today's podcast, we're going to be joined or are being joined by Brian Pollack, who is a Grosio resident. So he lives here locally in the destination Downriver region. Uh, but Brian also serves as a planner at the Southeast Michigan Council of Governments, locally known as SEMCOG, here in the uh, Metro Detroit region. So, Brian, it's great to have you. Thanks for joining us on this month's Destination Downriver podcast. Thanks for having me, Ron. Happy to be here. It's a pleasure. And Brian, uh, we know a little bit about obviously what SEMCOG is, but I I totally realize that there's probably a lot of lot of listeners who may or may not know what SEMCOG uh, does, what the vision is, what the purpose is. Can you kind of give us a little bit of uh, maybe a summary of SEMCOG, but then also tell us a little bit about what you do as a planner? Yeah,
2: thank you. Uh, So SEMCOG, or Southeast Michigan Council of Governments, is a regional organization that helps support local planning through technical data, intergovernmental resources, and it helps improve the quality of our region's water, Makes transportation systems safer and more efficient, revitalizes communities, and spurs economic development. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we assist local communities, but you know, through you know, regional issues that transcend those uh, you know jurisdictional boundaries. And specifically, I'm a planner, so I work a lot with uh, transportation-related issues. Mm-hmm. So, oftentimes, I'm working
1: directly with communities to make them more walkable and more bikeable. Glad to hear you work with on transportation issues. I, our guest prior to you was Jim Perry, the executive director of the Down River Community Conference. And one of the things that we mentioned was um, the worker shortage crisis and overcoming historic employment barriers like transportation. Um, and one of the great needs in our region and throughout Metro Detroit is the is the need for a regional mass transit system. So I'm sure that you're working hard on that. We appreciate all of your efforts, Brian, on uh, transportation. Uh, Can you tell us how cooperative efforts like Destination Downriver are are making a difference not just in our area, but around the entire Southeast Michigan area for many of the cultural and infrastructure programs that SEMCOG collaborates on with local governments um, in building?
2: Yeah, happy to. So, you know... There's the great effort that is happening downriver with downriver link greenways and destination downriver. Mm -hmm. But you know, if you go into Washtenaw County, there's the border to border trail system. If you go up into St. Clair County, there's the bridge to bay land trails, Mm -hmm. as well as the blue ways that they have up that way. Mm -hmm. More often when you go to a community, you can, you know, you know, through a part of Michigan or a part of the state there's a shorthand there. There's a branding aspect to where you're visiting. And so that way it's easier to actually talk about the collective good that's you know, happening in that area. So, you know, we go up north collectively. Well, we know that's, you know, a collection of, uh, communities as well. Mm-hmm. So by having the branding aspect and talking about downriver together, rather than just uh wine or flat rock yeah. or individual communities, it's just so easy to, you know, pop up an image of what that is. And if we have efforts like Destination Downriver and the Downriver Link Greenways yeah. that visually shows, you know, what's happening in that area, gets people excited about these opportunities, you know, the yeah. gem that is downriver, mm-hmm. the easier it's going to be to sell people to you know, one, you know, come here if they're not from the area, but also, you know, let people know in our neighboring communities about all the great um uh, opportunities that are here rather than
1: having to travel in order to you know, get leisure activities. Mm-hmm. Brian, that's a really great point. And that's actually, um, that's a point that we focus on often with the Destination Downriver Coalition. And that is the need for us to work together as a united community, um, especially when it comes to promoting travel and tourism, recruiting talent to the region. Um, and that, that's, it, it's just, a it's so much more powerful when, you have 18 individual communities working together in in a united effort, as opposed to 18 individual communities trying to work separately and promoting their own individual community. Uh, so that's a great point, you and I, I appreciate you bringing that up. Um, and you mentioned in your comments too, Downriver Linked Greenways, and we all know uh, Mary Bowling and Anita Tordesky and and the whole you know group of amazing leaders that work with the Destination, or I'm sorry, Downriver Linked Greenways Initiative. Um, and they just recently launched a phenomenal new website where you can actually go to the website uh, and do a—you can plan a day trip to Downriver and utilize the trails and and explore the businesses that are along the trailways. Uh, so my question for you—and I know that they work a lot with SemCog—so um, how do organizations like Downriver Link Greenways and others work with SemCog to accomplish their missions? Uh, what are some of the tools that and resources that SemCog can provide? Great
2: question. So you know, yeah, we've been working with the Downriver Link Greenways the entire time I've been at SemCog, which has mm-hmm. been 14 years, okay. um, and I know the the relationship goes back farther than that. But you know, oftentimes you know it starts with that that those technical resources. So if you go to our website, you will see. Uh, A bicycle and pedestrian planning webpage Mm. and within there there's information about the regional plan for all seven counties and you know uh, the relationship that it has with MDOT which is a joint plan so Mm -hmm. Michigan Department of Transportation Mm -hmm. and so um, you know if you go there you'll be able to identify all of the bikeways across Southeast Michigan Um, and that includes bike lanes shared use paths Mm -hmm. uh, you know the simple bike routes we recently were able to collect all the sidewalks within mm-hmm. Southeast Michigan, so you can you know, know where there's uh, existing um, uh, you know, existing sidewalks as well as the gaps within there. We've got crosswalk markings within that data. We've also been able to do you know crunch uh, data from other parts of our uh, organization to be able to create latent demand areas where we can see that. There's probably demand for people walking and biking in these areas. And so if you yeah. build it, they'll come. You know, yeah. it's a good bang for your buck in those regards, as well as we show the planning efforts of like what other communities are working on. And so that way you can build facilities that cross jurisdictional boundaries. So there's the data side of things that we help all local communities as well as, you know, our uh, our stakeholders like the Down River Link Greenways. Mm-hmm. But additionally, you know, SEMCOG is a venue where we bring multiple people together. So there's the local communities that we bring together. There's agencies like the Downriver Link Greenways, but it's also MDOT, the Michigan Department of Transportation, uh, Wayne County Roads, Wayne County Recreation. um, As well as in some cases, we're bringing in like, you know, the Downriver Community Conference or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's a variety of different agencies. And so we will provide that platform Mm -hmm. for that
1: exchange of information in order to do better planning uh one thing that i I heard about recently i think from one of your colleagues at semcog and you mentioned this uh briefly the 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 fact that if you go to the website you can see all the different trailways and um, is that like a is it like a virtual tour where you can see photos and kind of like how you do with Google Maps or you got go on Google and you can see the surrounding area can you talk a little bit about how that works and how people in the general public maybe even provide the website how they can experience that yeah well
2: I'm really glad you brought that up because there, there's two resources that we've done you know and again it goes a little bit beyond the transportation aspects mm-hmm. it gets into recreation and parks so we have a Southeast Michigan uh, you know, Park Finder app where you can go in and you, know, you can actually download that on your phone as well. If, in, you, if you have an iOS device, go to the you know, Apple store. Right. If you have a Android, you know, go to the Android store. But uh, you, know, you can have an app where you can search for different parks based on different amenities. Mm. And so one of those is trails. And so mm. you, you can uh, you know, find out which parks or which areas have different types of trails, mountain biking trails, oh, recreation wow. trails. Yeah. But the other thing that you know you alluded to was our Trail Explorer yes. app. Yes. And so yeah, it's okay. exactly like Google Street View but specifically for the trails within Southeast Michigan. So you can go to our website semcog.org mm. and you uh, you know you go type in uh, Trail Explorer, you'll be able to get to the web page. Mm-hmm. And from there, you know you can look at the Downriver Link Greenways, the Clinton River Trail System, wow. the uh border to border, there's uh you know thousands of miles of yeah. trails within Southeast Michigan. So you can you know, drop a little person on there and be able to take a tour of the
1: entire area and check it out before you ride. Wow. You know, Brian, I, I feel like I just discovered a gold mine I, with this resource. You said it was semcog.org. Yes. And it was the, say it again, the natural, the, the Trail Finder app? Uh, a trail Explorer. Trail Explorer app. Um, I just, I, I think everybody listening to this podcast should go go explore that website and that and that uh, app. because um, that that's just like I said, it's like finding a gold mine, <laughs> being able to discover all the amazing trailways and um, you know the things that really allow you to explore destination downriver and Semcog, you're you guys are providing those resources and making it easy For us to discover some of those natural resources that we have throughout the region. Um, And Brian, thank you so much for all the work that you're putting into these efforts. And thank you for your partnership uh, with Destination Downriver Coalition. And today's, I forgot to mention in in the beginning of our uh, interview um, or this segment, and today's theme is all about harnessing the power of partnerships. And truly, SEMCOG is just um, an amazing example of the positivity that comes out of bringing organizations and communities together um, in in strong efforts towards partnership. Uh, so, Brian, thank you so much. We appreciate you being here today, and thank you so much for your time again. Again, happy to be here and happy to be helping out downriver. Great. And I know it's kind of a sad moment in the podcast because we're wrapping up the podcast. And I I know everybody on the other end of this microphone is saying, we want to hear more. We want to hear more. And I do too. Uh, But I just, I would strongly encourage you to go to the SEMCOG's website again at SEMCOG.org and explore, explore that app. I think that's just so exciting. You've been listening to the Destination Downriver December podcast presented by the Trenton Trib and Island Beacon. And again, today's podcast sponsor is Bella Granite in uh, Southgate. You can visit them on the web at bellagraniteandmarble.com. My name is Ron Henricks, and I've been your host. And on behalf of the Southern Wayne County Regional Chamber and the Destination Downriver Coalition, enjoy all the great things that Downriver has to offer, and we'll see you on next month's podcast.